entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Hey, entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. Entrepreneur, today we are going to talk about how you can and should be strategically utilizing some non-traditional creative marketing strategies and tactics to help take your long-term profits to a whole new level. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me talk about a a marketing uh, concept called triangulation before. At least some of you have who've listened to uh, other episodes. I want you to think about this. Almost any business that's profitable, you don't have to be, you know, hitting it out of the park, but if you're profitable initially on the front end, triangulation is one of those strategies that if you'll slowly incorporate it into what you're doing, it will help skyrocket both your long-term front-end profits and your long-term back-end profits. And for those of you not familiar with that term, when I talk about back-end and probably other marketers too, we're referring to all the additional sales that come in after your initial sale. And the way you need to start thinking about this is you're not just looking to make a sale in business. You want to leverage a sale into a long-term repeat customer. That's the goal. And that's why if you you hear me a lot of times talk about these low front-end strategies that really are designed to initially acquire a customer. If you knew, and let's say with, with mathematical certainty, because you know nothing's 100%. But if you knew with mathematical certainty, let's, okay, let me use a real simple service provider example, and hopefully this will drive home the idea. Let's so suppose you or someone you know owns a hair or a nail salon or a barbershop. And your ideal customer, say for the, the ladies, comes in once every six weeks throughout the entire year. So that, and then they stay with you on average five years before you know they sort of stop coming in as much or maybe they move completely out of state or whatever if you knew that with mathematical certainty and again depending on you know what your profit margin would be versus what you spend and all that and how many uh, referrals they might generate over that same amount of period you could start to see that their value is quite a bit so that's why it wouldn't make it wouldn't hurt you at all to do a couple of things. Number one, let's suppose you do a I'm just making this up, ladies. You gotta forgive me, but a standard wash, rinse, and trim. Now I don't know if that's the right terminology, but you get my drift. You could a create gift certificates that let's say the trim you charge fifteen dollars for, but if they get the wash along with the trim, you only charge. But in reality, to do the service, it's five bucks. So you create a gift certificate for 10 bucks 
and you let your customers give them away. Or it says come into the shop first time customers only and get a trim for five bucks. Now your goal there is not to get somebody into your shop and sell them a trim at cost. Clearly you can see that. It's to know that statistically speaking for every 100 of those that are given out by you or someone else, you're trying to figure out what percentage, 10, 20, 30, 40, 70% are going to come back and become long-term repeat customers. Right? That's the goal. Again, if you knew with mathematical certainty your average, I, we call this total lifetime customer value or lifetime uh, value to customer, whatever you know, terminology flows through both. Here's the point. When you start looking at your business like that, or your service, then you realize that you can lower the barrier to entry on the front end and use it as a magnet to get the ideal people. Now, just like anything else, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, there's going to be a percentage of people who just come in and take advantage of that one offer and they're never to be seen again. But the numbers work for you because the vast majority are going to A, talk it up, B. Now, let's say you do one of your best services and you give it away at a discount. That person, and we'll use the ladies in this particular case, is still a walking, talking billboard for you. Now, let me take this a step further so we can really get into this because I want to hope that you can see how potentially profitable this could be long term. Let's suppose you have a, uh, a retail jewelry store. And I'm using it for a specific reason. A, they have big budgets, and in my opinion, they're not allocated correctly. They could be taking at least a percentage of that uh, traditional advertising promotional budget and do some other things that I think would be 10 times more potentially profitable, especially long term. But let me give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Let's say you have this retail jewelry store. Let's use, you know, my favorite analogy. If those of you, this is uh, the first time listening to one of my uh, episodes. You got your famous mini strip mall. And here's what you got in the strip mall. A local mom and pop non-franchise uh, printing business. You have a local single location, your retail jewelry shop. You have a uh, two doors down a women's deluxe facial treatment center and another door down from that you have uh, we're going to use another business but let's see what what do, what do we want to use as an example so you got the printer your business the retail business you got the women's uh, facial treatment center and we're also going to say there's a, a women's uh, uh, clothing and accessory stores they sell shoes and scarves and all that kind of thing now if you're a smart marketer, and I know you are, one of the first things you should be doing, or your major competitors are going to end up doing is, you should be establishing workable relationships. I'm saying the jeweler in this case. A workable relationship with these other businesses that I just mentioned because, with the exception of the printing business, but we'll come back to that. Because they have your ideal customer, local women. Now let's say the, the, uh, women's clothing store and the uh, women's facial deluxe treatment center, I'm just making these numbers up, they average uh, 
300 local women a week. And we're going to define a week as six days. So if you divide 300 by six, uh, they average 50 uh, local women a day coming into, you know, over six day period coming into their store. Because you take 300 and divide it by six, you should get 50, correct? Now, 50 local women, and let's say the shops have, in this case, the uh, uh, Women's uh, Deluxe Facial Treatment Center. They have uh, four chairs, and it'll say five chairs, and the owner has a chair. So it's five total chairs, and they're servicing these women who come in, and the women's uh, clothing accessory store has five women, and they have three sales reps, and the owner, and let's say the owner's female. Now, to most people, because they think linear, they're thinking, okay, where are you going with this, Mark? Well, stop and think about this. Oh, and let me set the stage. Your local competitor, meaning another uh, retail diamond jeweler store, you know, located uh, 10 blocks from where you are, they like to do this outrageously expensive uh, traditional advertising. Like, say, for instance, they like local primetime radio, local primetime television, uh, Sunday news, outrageously expensive Sunday newspaper inserts, the throwaway guides, and they allocate, sadly, about $25,000 a month on their dismally performing, virtually nobody's reading, local billboard ads. And when I say local billboard ad, it could be that sign on the top of a local cab company or on the side of a bus or whatever. Now, here's the point. Let's contrast what you're going to do versus that $25,000 allocation. And if you multiply $25,000 a month times one year, that's $300,000 times two years is $600,000 for this one particular promotion. And in my opinion, you're just throwing your money down the drain. But I digress. So follow this. You take, well, let's just say, Fifteen thousand dollars to start, or ten thousand. And the first thing you do is have your female uh, employees or your female manager become customers of the Women's Facial Deluxe Treatment Center, and they go in and get the top treatment because they want to get the owner's attention. And they also go into the women's clothing store, and let's say you allocate them to spend between $500 and $1,000. And again, this is because the average person that goes in there, the average local female, probably doesn't spend that much right off the rip. And again, you're trying to get the owner's attention. Now, having done that, the next time you walk in, you best believe they A, know who you are, and they're going to service you to the hilt, which is what you want. But here's what happens the second or third time you have your uh, female employees or female manager go into the store. Let's just use the female manager in this particular case. She goes in there uh, showcasing and strutting around with a uh, $1,500 diamond studded necklace, which in reality is not hers. You just loan it to her. And she's also got on some $650 earrings. Again, truth told, your hard cost is half. So say, uh, instead of saying $325, let us just say $300. And the diamond studded necklace hard cost is $750. You know, it's a $1,500 necklace or a $2,000 necklace. And just think of the actual hard cost is half. So they go in there and sit down. I mean, excuse me, go in there and, you know, start looking around at what they want to buy. And, of course, the conversation is going to be, wow, you know, I really love your earrings or I really love your uh, diamond-studded necklace. And your uh, 
female employee, the manager, in this case, she goes into character and she says, uh, my boss wanted me to ask you, is it okay if we periodically refer you new business to customers? Now, ladies and gentlemen, if they are a serious-minded, profit-seeking business, the emphatic answer should be yes. And statistically speaking, 95 to 98% of the time, that's what the answer is going to be. And she immediately, if she gets a yes on the front end, she immediately follows up and says, and by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you're currently doing or will have going on in the immediate, not so distant future, are you okay with periodically returning the favor? Once again, entrepreneur, if you get a yes, that's called the magic question, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, if you get a yes on the front end, you should 95 to 98% of the time get a yes on the back end. And for those of you who are perfectionists among us, and you're thinking, yeah, but what about the other remaining percent? My advice to you when I'm talking to the 1% or 2% only is to forget about it. Don't worry about it. Move on. It's not worth, you know, losing sleep over. Now, here's the point of this. This is what we call a gateway strategy because it could lead to who knows what. Here's the essence of what you suggest. And you start, she's going to start with the owner. In this case, the owner of the store or the store manager in both, you know, the women's uh, facial deluxe treatment center and the women's uh, clothing store. She has a picture of two different sets of earrings. One costs two, retails for $200 and the other one retails for $450. Now, just think of cost as $100 for the $200, half of, for the $200 uh, diamond studded earrings and a half for the $450 diamond studded earrings. In other words, your retail cost is actually half or a little less. She says to the owner initially, or the manager, in other words, the highest ranking person, maybe the owner doesn't actually even work in the store, just has employees. If that's the case, you go for the, you know, the highest ranking manager or person in there, who preferably is a female. And you say, my boss wanted to ask you, she says, my boss uh, wanted me to ask you, Given the choice between these two sets of earrings, if you could have either one of them, which one would you like and why? And she said, oh, because it's a second pair, the $450 pair. They're beautiful. I'd love to have none. My boss said, here's what he's willing to do. Because, you know, I asked you the other day if uh, it'd be okay to send you new customers. And you said yes. And you also said you'd be open to periodically return a favor. And I'm like, yeah, what do you have in mind? So here's what I'd like to do. Starting with you, my boss said, and she hands out, passes her one of her, uh, one of your company's uh, two-sided market-tested, extremely time-sensitive gift certificates. Said you can use these gift certificates in one of three ways if you want. A, you can just periodically give them out. You and your staff can periodically give them out to uh, your customers, for whatever reason, you know, just thank you. You can also give them out anytime a customer spends over X. You can also give them out during uh, the holidays or like Mother's Day or Valentine's Day, whatever you want to do. We don't care. But here's what we ask you to do. On the back where it says referred by, have you and your staff print their first and last name and then put the, the name of your business here. Because we want to know, A, where they came from, and B, which individual person, no offense, is being the most productive. But here's the point. As soon as we get five from each of you, since you're the you know, senior manager, we're going to hook you up with the $450 earrings. 
for free. She's like, what? He says, so, as soon as you get to 25, my boss is going to give you a $2,000 diamond studded earring or necklace. She's like, what? And if you never get to 20, which if you're giving these out periodically, you should. But if you never get to 20, that's okay. And he says the same for the staff. The first five, and they get these $200 diamond set of earrings free. As soon as they get to 20, we'll give them a uh, $1,000 diamond studded necklace. No cost. Now, first of all, think about this. From the moment, and let's just fast forward. The moment they give away 20 of these, they're now rocking some diamond studded earrings and an eye-catching necklace. Now, what do you think will happen per customer, per employee, every day they're open? Can you not see some of those local females coming in there commenting on the fact that they love their earrings or their necklace? Bingo. This is a one-time investment versus what their competitors doing with the $25,000 a month outrageously expensive, uh, dismally performing uh, billboard ad campaign. Now, they do this with both the women's uh, clothing store and they do the same thing with the women who work in the uh, facial deluxe treatment center, meaning they hook up the owner or the manager, you know, a little better, and the uh, current and future employees because remember if these people leave the job in this case I'm saying these women that do the facial trip they change careers they go into real estate whatever they still have those earrings and that necklace on and I want to do the math for a minute because here's the other thing you rarely focus on let's say both stores in this case the retail uh fake women's facial deluxe treatment center and the uh retail uh Female clothing accessories store each has six employees. So that's six times two, which is twelve, correct? So now remember we look we work on the premise that every female knows at least twenty-five people each. You know, twenty-five women, I should say. You throw in the men, you know, if they know on top of that, it's even more, but that's three hundred people. So twelve times 25, this is just two businesses, not counting the vendors and the suppliers who come into those businesses. Think about that. So that's 300, and we work on a premise of 0 0.3, 30% of those are going to become either your customers or your uh, major competitors. So that's 45 people now out of the 300. I hope you're following this. And let's say the average spend is $450, especially if this is an upscale area. So you're talking about a front end now of $20,000, which you know, it's not mind-boggling, but the point is those 45 know what? At least 25, correct, 30% of whom can potentially become your uh, brand new first time and a percentage of those long-term repeat customers. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the type of potential you're walking past every day with your nose in the air because you're not power networking and using the, the synergy, marketing and promotional synergy that's just sitting there 
waiting for you or your major competitors to uh, take it uh, to, 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 to benefit and profit from it. Now let's take it a step further because I alluded to this. In this particular case, both of those shops have vendors and they might have mail carriers who have wives, daughters, girlfriends, moms, all of the above. Well, not the, you know, the, the girlfriend and wife thing, but the, you know, either a girlfriend or a living, live-in, pardon me, significant other. Or maybe, ideally, it's a female male carrier who A, knows the other male and female carriers where she works and B, has girlfriends, sisters, neighbors, etc, etc, etc. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a reason why I take these audio clips and put them in my blog post. As I'm speaking to you today, I went and checked the uh, dashboard inside of my WordPress blog and one of my particular uh, blog post, it's an older post, is now up to 26 comments. That's 13 comments and then 13 responses by me, so a you know, total of 26. But my point is, that's the kind of things that the search engines, primarily Google, look for because remember, Google wants to sell advertising. Bottom line, do not kid yourself. They want people paying for advertising, but the point is, they need to put the advertising where the eyeballs are. Exactly. So the more comments you and I generate via your podcast or your uh, social media content or the, you know, the content on your blog or the content on somebody else's blog, if you're uh, guest posting, the search engines want and desperately need that fresh content you know, based on the keywords and all that so that they can place advertisements you know, on, on that page where this content is being uh research via the keywords. People clicking around and, and Google wants to be right there with some sort of uh, AdWords ad. So I hope you can see this is how, now think about this, here's the other thing. Let's suppose, let's say the, the owner of the uh, uh, women's accessory store, you think they don't know other business owners in the area that they can brag about or when they go out to dinner with them and say, oh my God, we eat those beautiful earrings. Now they're assuming they probably played retail for it. What do you think they're going to want to know when they find out that they got them at cost or got it for free for doing X? Can you not see the leverage and the synergy? But I, I, I digress. The reason why I put this stuff in the blog post is because I don't know who's coming to the blog post, how they're going to get there, who they know. So they hear my, my audio clip and say, wow, A, let's get this guy on our podcast. B, let's see if we can get him uh, to, to do a, a webinar and revenue share. There's so much. Okay, I mentioned that. Ladies and gentlemen, do you not know that you and I might be able to do a webinar where we revenue share? Like, just as an example, I'm just making this up off the top of my head. You could take this audio clip, which is embedded in a blog post, send the link of the blog post to your list. And when I say list, I mean list. I'm not just talking about opt-in email. But to your followers and let them know you have a free webinar. And if they're interested in growing their business or service and their primarily work offline, they should attend this free webinar. And then at the end... I offer my paid services, which currently right now is just $250 an hour, pardon me, and there's no long-term contracts. You can do one and done. That you know works best for you. I don't recommend that, but you know, it's up to whatever your budget will allow. 
and we would revenue share. We could split 50-50 or we could split 75-25, 75% going to you provided you turn me on to at least three other entrepreneurs that I could potentially do this with. This is marketing and promoting at its best. And there's so much you could be doing that you're just simply not aware of. So anyway, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to do a little housekeeping. A, if you got value out of this episode, and I sincerely hope you did, but if you didn't, ladies and gentlemen, there's a very good chance you and I are just simply not compatible. If you could possibly listen to this two or three times and say, honestly, ah, Mark, you know, I just didn't get anything out of it, we're not compatible. And it's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, there's millions of people online, millions more rushing online, especially due to this uh, pandemic, and they're looking for answers. And if this particular material just doesn't work for you, I get it. Everybody's not right for each other and vice versa. But on that note, here's what I want you to do. A, if you know of any retailers, uh, I'm sorry, retail appliance centers that are independently owned, non-franchise, uh, uh, non-franchise furniture concerns, or non-franchise independently owned retail jewelers, you bring us together, meaning them and me, strictly as a go-between, the broker, nothing more. Ladies and gentlemen, any paid revenue share arrangement, joint venture, whatever you want to call it, I normally work off of a performance basis, meaning... They normally compensate me 25% for every dollar I bring them they clearly didn't have. I'm cutting you in at least half of my 25%. Hopefully that's not too complicated, right? Now, that concept that I'm sharing with you right now, ladies and gentlemen, you're free to do it with whoever you want. You can put together with You can just start thinking in a whole new way. You have resources and assets you can monetize. You don't see it that way, but they are assets and resources. And you should be tapping into it. You don't always have to get money. You can use it and barter it to get to the next thing. Now, here's the other thing. Like, for instance, I'm happy to come on your podcast and share information. We could even do a series because, A, it'll lead back to my blog. B, it'll lead to people subscribing, getting on my list. And, B, some paid consultation. This is all back-end uh, orientated for me, but it's all good. Now, here's the other thing. Entrepreneur, I need you to read at least three blog posts on my blog in three separate categories, and here's why. After the third blog post you read, and if there's an audio clip like this in there, please listen to it at least once, and if there's a video in there, especially if it's one of my videos, I like to call them sales reps, uh, listen to it, I mean, and watch it, and here's why. After the third one, you will know emphatically if we're compatible or not. And we may not be. And again, it's okay. Now, here's the other thing, entrepreneur, that I want you to think about. Going forward, I want you to start to recognize all of the untapped marketing potential and marketing synergy you could be involved in. The reason why I always use a strip mall uh example is because those local businesses a have potential customers who could become your customers who could become people who become your goodwill ambassadors what do you mean mark they jump all over social social media bragging about you like for instance in the case of the uh women's uh accessory uh clothing accessory store what if they started doing facebook lives once every other week where they had a little mini fashion show and the owner jumps in front of the camera, and there she's rocking your, your bling. In case, you know, the jewelry store. 
You think that's not going to help you long term? You think she isn't going to get some direct messages saying, hey, I love your earrings. I love your necklace. Where you get it? At which point she points to a link and tells him point blank. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my affiliate link, but I've got a special arrangement with the jeweler. Two suites down, blah, blah, blah's jeweler. You click that link, put in that code, which in reality is my affiliate link, and I am compensated, but you get a special price the public doesn't get. Why would anybody care that you have an arrangement with the uh, jewelry store or vice versa if you're hooking them up? That's why you got to start looking and seeing things. You have assets and resources. You're simply not monetizing to their full capacity. And if I'm the guy who can help you to start to do that, at some point somebody says, hey, you know, where did you get these ideas? That's when I expect you to do the right thing. So, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, Take to heart. If you and I aren't compatible, it's okay. If we are, if you think we are, here's what I need you to do. Go to the contact page of my blog, you, Y-O-U, canmarketonlinenow.com forward slash contact. If you're located inside the U.S. like I am, I'm on what's called New York or EST, Eastern Standard Time. My current rate is just $250 an hour. No, again, no long-term commitment. But put paid help in the subject line. Put If you're located in the States, put your area code, your phone number, and the best time to reach you. And preferably a time, Monday through Friday, I will get back to you. We'll set up a time, get on the phone, do a 15-minute discovery session. A, I will try to help you as much as I can. B, we'll try to figure out, are we compatible? Is this worth really investing some time in? Or C, if we're not compatible, you're not interested in becoming a client, maybe we can put together some sort of strategic alliance and help each other monetize our assets and resources of contacts because you have some I don't I, I don't have and vice versa. If you're located outside the states and you like what you hear, you say, wow Mark, you know, this is really good stuff. We, our association, would like to hire. Or I would like to hire. In that case, we'll jump on Zoom, Z O M dot US, not an affiliate link. And we'll set up a time, preferably Monday through Friday. Now, remember, if you're international, you don't have to send your phone number. Obviously, we're not going to do an international phone call. But there could be, you know, major time differences, 11, 14 hours, whatever the case may be. But we'll set up a time that's advantageous for both of us. And we'll just do a 15-minute discovery session via Zoom. So this just isn't that complicated, ladies and gentlemen. It's either yay or nay. Don't him and haw. In other words, if, if you listen to this twice and it just doesn't work for you, that's okay. It's no big deal. On that note, this is Mark News of Mr. Market. Entrepreneur, I am looking forward to being with you again very shortly on another exciting and potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. And remember, entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.